Hey, what is going on guys? DK, back at you with another video here to break down the five game NBA main slate on Thursday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you guys are playing playoffs, uh, NFL DFS, I'll have a video up uh, after this. So be on the lookout for that, breaking down the Saturday slate. Also make videos for NBA Top Shot NFL all day. So if you're into NFTs and you want to check out those videos, I'm going to have a lot of videos breaking down each of, of NFL all day and of NBA Top Shot. Um, again, more info on my channel. If you guys are unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link is in the description below. It is called the DK DFS Show. And if you could leave a five-star rating and review, would really, really help me out, guys. Uh, premium content, I offer that on Patreon.com, NFL, and NBA package. We cover the main. We cover the show on slates. I do player pools. I do core plays. I do live streams, which is the most important. Uh, I'm in the Discord all day long answering questions. So, um yeah a lot of in-depth content if you guys want more in-depth content for dfs again patreon uh down below the sponsor or the first half of uh this video is sponsored by prize picks guys if you are not familiar with prize picks player prop site where there's a lot of different ways you can play so how it works is you can pick two to five player props and win up to 10x your money for nba you can take over under on points rebounds assists three pointers made you can take over under on fantasy points um they have nfl they have playoff stuff up playoff stuff up um, they have college sports, they have PGA, tennis, soccer, you can mix and match sports, esports. Um, so basically every single sport you can think of. Um, and if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up and use my code DKDFS. It is DKDFS, all one word. And you get a hundred percent match up to $100. So a free hundred dollars if you use my deposit code and deposit $100 in the site. And as always, I want to thank you guys for your continued support. For everyone that came and checked out the live stream today, we had about 100, almost 150 concurrent viewers. So really appreciate all you guys. Um, and again, if you do enjoy the content, just make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload in the future and go live. Okay, so before we end players and their prices for this five-game slate, let's look back at my lineup here from tonight. But first... Okay, so let's take a look at my lineup. Um, so yeah, it was a really solid night for me. Um, obviously in pain from what I just shown you. Uh, like this, this eases the pain a little bit. You know, still, still hurting inside a lot from again what we just went over. But um, this is this will ease the pain a little bit, right? A nice seven X day uh, would have been a takedown too uh, if low, extremely low owned Aaron Sharp did not get in massive foul trouble. Um, but yeah, Dinwiddie, Schroeder, Pascal, Okongu, Wood, Murray, LeBron James, and Dayron Sharp. So um, yeah, I was leaving room for some later games because um, you know I think one of the biggest edges still in DFS is uh, when you have questionable players in the late games. What a lot of people do is they just kind of will take the sure value of the early games and. 
the the value that you know could but could possibly be there in the late games always goes way lower on right so one example here is dayron sharp right had we got let's just say the brooklyn nuts game started at 6 p.m central right right at lock and we got that news that claxon was out and dayron sharp was starting my question for you is what would what would his ownership would have been right 50 percent, maybe more so um yeah i left spot i left a spot there for uh him i was so the Jazz were stressing me out too. I thought Pascal was for sure gonna start. They started Royce O'Neal at the five. Um, I made a post about it on Patreon. I was like, you know, Pascal more of a tournament only play. Now I did get lucky here. I ended up keeping it because I was like, I wanted to play Dayron Sharp, um, and I just I couldn't find like a three v three swap that I felt comfortable with. So I was just, you know what, screw it. I'm just gonna keep Pascal and pray he doesn't kill me. Um, and I got lucky here. Joe Ingles got ejected. So like Pascal played way more than he should have. Uh, because the random Joe Ingles ejected. So I did get lucky there. Um, Okongwu was the massive, massive chalk. It was actually a little bit disappointing. Uh, definitely expecting more from him. Uh, I I really like that Spurs uh, and Rockets game. That was my favorite game to stack. So I used a Wood kind of DeJounte Murray pairing. Both uh, went off, especially DeJounte Murray. 73 fancy points. One spot I was... Um, I was leaving spot open was for Lonnie Walker because we didn't know the status of Keldon and Vassell. They ended up playing. So again, I had to move some things around. Um, and then I went to LeBron James in the late night hammer low owned. I mean, he was fine, but like I needed a little bit more, a little bit more from LeBron um, in a smash matchup, only going for 54. Uh, and then, yeah, Dayron Sharp was, was on pace to have a massive, massive game. Um, picked up two fouls in the first quarter and then his third immediately. Um, so that was extremely tilting loss down a big minutes and day Ron sharp. Uh, but yeah, can't really complain here. A nice seven X day, um, could have been a takedown, but, uh, again, this eases the pain a little bit, a little bit of, uh, of the Kuzma people. So, um, that's it for the look back guys. Hope you had a good night. Uh, this is the winning lineup in the rainmaker. This is a $2,000 entry. Dinwiddie, Cole Anthony, who, uh, that early game I was tilting, uh, I was, uh, tilting a lot. Uh, I faded chalk, uh, you know, the chalk magic guys and Lopez, Cole Anthony and Okiki. And it was looking like the game was going to blow out. I was like, yes, this is amazing. And then they bring it back and Cole Anthony goes for 80 fancy points in like 10 minutes. Uh, so yeah, that was a little bit tilting. Gordon Hayward, again, one of, one of the Charlotte starting five guys is going to have a big game. It's just a guessing game who it's going to be, right? It was Rogier last game. It was Hayward. It could be LaMelo. It could be Bridges. It's like, you just don't know. You literally don't know what that team. That's right. They're the perfect tournament team because, like, you never know who it's going to be. Um, Lopez, I mean, it's kind of weird that he got – I mean, they've been giving him big minutes when he's starting, but, like, why not give Mo Wagner minutes, right? This team, they have nothing to play for. It's like you figure you want to give your young guys more minutes, but, yeah, they gave Lopez big minutes still. Uh, Murray, Burks, and Christian Wood rounded out that lineup. So, again, that's it for look back, guys. It was a really, really solid night for myself. For myself. Um, a lot of solid nights for people on Patreon. Congrats to everyone on your big nights. I'll post uh, some screenshots after this. And let's talk about this five-game slate. So we'll start off in Golden State, Milwaukee. So this game should be really fun to watch. Now for DFS, mm, eh, I mean, the a Steve Kerr coached Golden State team is just, when this team is close to fully healthy, uh, it's so hard to talk about. So Steph Curry actually finally had a good game. I uh, went for 62 fans, points, a triple-double. Um, again, he's always in play for tournaments. As I say, it was like, with Steph Curry right now, he's going to fail way more often than he comes through for you. 
but if he, you know, the one or two times that he comes through for you, it could be a big night for you. So like, if you want to roll the dice and stuff, it's fine. But again, he's going to fail. Just know he's going to fail more often than he comes through. Um, the secondary plays, I mean, the, who knows what's going to happen here, honestly. Uh, Wiggins, well, we know he's going to play pretty big minutes. But with Clay Thompson now back in this lineup, he's definitely taking a backseat offensively. Clay Thompson himself, I want to keep an eye on the news. So um, he'll play in Thursday's game, rest in Friday's game. They said he was just on a similar minutes limit. He played 20 minutes last game. If the minutes bump up a little bit for Clay, then he's fine. Like if he plays 25 minutes today, then I have some interest. Um, so we'll keep an eye on the news there. Pool with Clay playing, it's just, again, the minutes are down on him. So hard for me to feel confident there. They started JTA, and he was the massive chalk last game in high stakes. Only played seven minutes. Again, if you played in my field for you, you got Steve Kerr. Um, we'll see how they do the starting lineup. I mean, probably Otto Porter is the guy you're going to feel the best about. He played 28 minutes last game. I guess he's like a fair value play. Looney at 4-7 without Draymond Green probably plays about 20 minutes, but his price is up. Um, Gary Payton played really well last game, but again, this team just has so many guards. Iguodala is only 3.5K, had a bad game last game, but he should get low to mid-20s minutes. I think he's a fair value play. And yeah, that's really it. Again, JTA, I would only have mentioned him if he starts. If he does not start, I'm not going to go there. On the Milwaukee side, so uh, Drew Holiday is doubtful. Um, Giannis had to come out 12-3. I'm not sure if he gets a ton of ownership, but he should play 35-plus minutes. Um, so no issue if you want to spend up for Giannis. Middleton's been playing really well without Drew Holiday. Uh, 9 and 11 assists last couple games. So he's been doing a lot of the ball handling. Now the price is up on him, but um, again, he's been playing extremely well and he's playing big, big minutes. So the top two guys look good. Again, I don't expect Drew Holiday to play. And then uh, Bobby Portis, I think, is very interesting here. So yeah, he had a really bad game last game. No doubt about it. In a smash spot, he had a really, really bad game. 35 minutes, 20 fans points. But the thing here is, right, the minutes were still there. He still played 35 minutes. So if we're going to get mid-30s minutes from Bobby Portis, I think he's a solid tournament play because we know what his upside is. He can go for 40-plus for sure. So I'm intrigued by Portis in tournaments. Um, we do have Grayson Allen back, uh, you know, Constant DiVincenzo back. I just don't really feel good about secondary rotation. Again, Jordan Nwora, when I play him 1 of 11, the next game he shoots 7 of 10. But with, like, Grayson Allen back, his minutes should go down. We have Math, the dust of Matthews will play some minutes. Constant DiVincenzo were limited last game. I mean, if you want to take some shots in those secondary guys, you kind of large field tournaments. So there's nothing that stands out to me. Now, Minnesota and Memphis, this game I think looks appealing to stack. Um, both teams don't play a ton of defense. Uh, on the Minnesota side, so the big three all look good for tournaments for me. I don't know if there's one player that stands out more than the, the other, but Carl uh, Anthony Towns, guys, the game did not go to overtime. He played 42 minutes for Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Anthony Edwards played almost 40 minutes, played 37 minutes. And then D'Lo played like mid-30s minutes. So... Uh, game should be played at a pretty fast pace. I like all three of these Minnesota guys. The tricky part is, you know, they're kind of like the Bulls when they're fully healthy. Kind of hard to figure out exactly who's going to have the big game. But Cat, Edwards, D'Lo, I think are all pretty solid plays here. Vanderbilt, kind of indifferent on him. Uh, he fouled out last game. He's been playing pretty well, but it all, also his price is at an all-time high. Um, let's see. What else? Patrick Beverly, 5.3K. Did only play 21 minutes last game. I mean, I think he's a fair, like, they're probably going to need his defense on a guy like, um, on John Morant. So, a little bit of interest there in Beverly. Beasley's minutes went up with with uh, Noel uh, when he got injured. Uh, he played 30 minutes. So, you know, if we're going to get 30 minutes again from Malik Beasley, I think he's a viable GPP play. McDaniels, 3-7, again, a decent defender, probably pushes for mid-20s minutes. Um, fair value play, but not the most productive point-per-minute guy. On the Memphis side, so... 
as I always say, you know my feelings about this guy, right? I'm the, one of the biggest John Morant fans there is, and he's only 9.2K. So um, I think once again, he looks really good here in an up-tempo game. Now keep an eye on Steven Adams news. This is pretty big. He's questionable with an illness. If you played Triple J last game, you got insanely unlucky. If he didn't get in the massive foul trouble, which he gets in like 50% of the time, he would have gone for 50-plus in that game easily. He only played 22 minutes, went for 40 fancy points. So if Steven Adams is out and Triple J starts the five, I think he's a really solid tournament play. The only thing you have to worry about with him is foul trouble. Bain at 6-6 was kind of chalky last game. He was a bust, but minutes should be there. He's been playing pretty well this year. Solid option in the mid-range. Um, Clark and Tillman will get some of the back of five run uh, if Triple J gets in foul trouble if Adams is out. But Clark's price is a little bit too high for me. I think I'd rather go to Tillman if I was going to go there. Tyus Jones, again, he turned into Steph Curry last game, went for 42 fancy points in 23 minutes. But I think that's kind of an outlier for him. Um, Slow-mo, if there's no Adams, probably starts and plays mid-20s minutes. Kind of just a play I'm indifferent on. Uh, Melton at 4-4. Again, uh, Memphis just has a deep rotation. His minutes has been trending down. And then Zaire Williams' minutes have been trending up a bit. He played 30 minutes. Uh, if he continues to start and only 3.5K, I think he's viable. Um, not super productive when he's on the court in the offense end, but I think he's in play. All right, Clippers and the Pelicans. This Clippers team, I just... It's a really good matchup here, though. So it's like, we got, we got to have interest in these guys. Marcus Morris should play mid-30s minutes in competitive game. Um, I think he's a solid option. I think the price might scare some people off. Reggie Jackson probably shoots the ball 15 to 20 times. He's really been struggling of late. But again, good matchup. Eric Bledsoe came off the bench, had a decent game off the bench. I think he's a little bit riskier if he continues to come off the bench. This is now Amir Coffey's team, as I said in the last video. 43 minutes. Like, are we serious with that? 43 minutes for Amir Coffey? Um, one for 43 fans points. Now, the thing with the Clippers here is, like, you know, probably at least one or two of these guys are going to have a good game. But... If people are going to chase the mere coffee game, like I would rather go to someone that's going to be lower owned. So um, while I do think Amir Coffee is in play, I think the last couple of games have been outlier performances. And if, if a lot of people are going to jam them in, like I would rather go to, like, for example, Terrence Mann. Sure, he hasn't been playing as well of late. If everyone plays Amir Coffee, I'll play Terrence Mann at a fraction of the ownership. Um, now, Vicha Zubac really intrigues me here. Only 4.4K. There's no Hardenstein. He got in massive foul trouble, only played 10 minutes last game. Got to have short-term memory when you play DFS. Price came down. Pelicans play big. Zubac might have to play mid to high 20s minutes here, and it's only 4-4. So I kind of like him as a bounce-back spot here. Now, I will mention the last time they played, Jonas Valanciunas went for like 80 fancy points. You guys remember that? Um, he put Zubac just in a blender. So, uh, But they don't really have many other options. Like Ibaka's the backup five. Uh, if you think Zubac gets in foul trouble again, sure, you can take a shot at Ibaka. Batum's minutes have been all over the place. He's fair value. Well, not, he's not going to be super productive when he's on the court. And that is it for the Clippers. Uh, moving on to the Pelicans. Uh, really quick, uh, the second half of this video, guys, is sponsored by Roast Umber. Roast Umber, coffee company located in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And the coffee is fantastic, guys. A few different options. They have standard coffee. They have decaf coffee. And again, my personal favorite, the Nitro Cold Brew. And right now, uh, they're running a special offer. So first of all, uh, I have a 20% off discount code. It is DKDFS. And again, the first 25 people get a free one pound bag of coffee. Now, uh, the the first or the, the 25 people, it's running, uh, it's running thin. So not many people left. Again, if you want to take advantage of that deal and get the free uh, one pound bag of coffee, I would do so pretty soon. 
Again, the, the Nitro Brew is my personal favorite if that is something you guys are interested in. I have a link down below. Again, it's code DKDFS, 20% off, and the first 25 people get uh, the free one-pound bag of coffee. Okay, but let's move on to the Pelicans here. So um, Jonas Valanciunas, 8-6. Now, did only play 28 minutes last game. But, uh, again, I don't think it's on here in the recent 10 games. But he went absolutely off last time these two teams played. I think he's a solid option. I don't think he's going to be super uh, popular. Brandon Ingham at almost 9K is going to play big minutes. And has playing, been playing pretty well this year. Um, so, as I mentioned, Ingram. I think Josh Hart, probably your safest bet at sub-7K. Should play mid to high 30s minutes. And he's just doing everything for the team. So, um, I do like Josh Hart there. The rest of the team, more just tournament options. Devonta Graham, 5-7. Should play low 30s minutes. Um, definitely not a high usage player, though, with uh, you know with Ingram, with Hart, with JV. Uh, Herbert Jones is going to play pretty big minutes, but more out there for his defense. Um, I'll mention my boy, NAW, who's been disappointing this year. He did play 27 minutes last game, but he did have some Herbert Jones foul trouble. Um, if he plays like mid-20s minutes, I think he's an intriguing GBP play, but um, right now his minutes are not secure. All right, moving on to the... Oh, I guess I'll mention... Um, Jackson Hayes too. He's been playing the back of five. He's only 3.3 K played 19 minutes last game. Like he's a fair value play, right? Um, you could do worse. So he's playable. All right. Thunder and the Nets. So this game obviously has some pullout risk here. We'll start with Shea Gildas Alexander, 8 K. Again, it's going to be him. It's going to be Josh Giddy. If they want to keep this game competitive, those two are going to have to have big games. I like both for tournaments. Obviously there's massive blowout risk here, but, um, these two should play big, big minutes. So I've interested in both the main Thunder guys. Lou Dortmore, just a secondary play for me. That That's that's my thoughts in the, the secondary plays for the Thunder. So, Darius basically came off the bench for 3 played 30 minutes. Uh, does have some upside, but also a very low floor. Uh, Robinson Earl had one fancy point at halftime when I played him last night at low ownership. One. But he did play 28 minutes last game, so he's playable. Wiggins' minutes went down. They're going to use, again, the, the most just vile three-headed monster center rotation of JRE, Mike Muscala, and Derek Favors. Uh, I just, no. no. No, no, no one. No one else. All right, on the Nets, so keep an eye on news here. I have a feeling we might get someone resting here. Well, actually, first of all, the game's even played at home. Um, so there's no Kyrie Irving. But um, Harden, so Harden rested. They, they said it was an injury, but he rested, what was it, a couple days ago? KD, just make sure he's playing. I think there's a chance they could rest KD. And obviously, again, Kyrie can't play because it's a home game. So, um, you know, if KD ends up resting, then James Harden 10 7 obviously is going to look phenomenal. And then this game is a better chance of keeping of staying competitive, too. Claxton missed the game tonight. If he misses again, I mean, Dayron Sharp, right? This guy's a really good point per minute guy. Uh, the answer is yes. I'm tilted about the foul trouble tonight from an extremely low ownership. And and I'm still, still tilted from when the Nets had an eight-man rotation. I played him in extremely low ownership, uh, and he got like eight minutes, uh, Steve Nash. Thanks for that. But yeah, De'Ron Sharp showing what he can do. So if he starts, again, I think he's a really good value. They use Blake Griffin as the backup five. Sure, he's complete dust. Not as dusty as Paul Millsap, but still complete dust. Um, so he'll probably play the backup five. Would be a viable play as well. Um, and then, you know, the value, if if uh, KD's out too, then like, you know, Cam Thomas, Bruce Brown, Bembry, uh, James Johnson, even a lot of these guys would be in play. Patty Mills, obviously, too. So um, the Nets are a little bit hard of a team to break down right now because I think there's a chance that KD could rest this one. And finally, Portland and Denver. So 
um, Nurkic, it's it's that gif of, of um, what's his name, Will Smith standing in the room. And it's like looking around, no one else there. That's Yusuf Nurkic right now. No Lillard, no CJ, no Simons, no Powell, no Nance. Cody Zeller, not expected to play. So we will start with Nurkic, who was the chalk last slate and was a bust. Well, if he stays out of foul trouble here, he's going to have to be on the court whenever Nicole Jokic is. So we probably get 35 minutes from Jokic. We're probably going to get 35 minutes from Nurkic. Um, so I think Nurkic is a solid tournament play. I don't know if he's going to be super popular, but again, with all these guys out, he's going to be one of the highest usage players on offense. The downside here is he's prone to foul trouble, and now he's going up against Jokic. Um, so there is there is some foul concerns. Uh, you know, in the playoffs last year, Jokic has constantly got Nurkic in foul trouble. So um, you got to factor that in. But yeah, it is, it's Dennis Smith Jr. season now, right? Most likely he's going to start a point. And if he does, I think he makes her a great value. Ben Mackmore has been starting. Now he's scoring dependent, but he probably has to play big minutes. And this need this team needs scoring. I think he looks pretty solid. Little and Covington both probably play mid-30s minutes because this team just has no one else to play. So I think those two are solid in the mid-range. Um, I don't know if I get to anyone off the bench. Like You're going to have Watford play the backup five if Zeller can't go, but I don't think we have to go there. Um, Tony Snell probably sees some minutes. CJ Ellaby probably sees some minutes. I guess if it was to take a shot and one guy off the bench, it probably would be Ellaby at the flat min price. Um, he could crack 20 minutes in this game, but yeah, Portland is extremely, extremely shorthanded. And finally, the Denver Nuggets. So that game last night, again, 87 to 85. I just, you can't make that up. But um, 12-5, the price is up on Jokic, but if the game stays competitive, he's going to play big minutes, and uh, I think he's a solid option. I don't think he's going to be super popular. Will Barton, 5-9, is expected to be back, so that definitely hurts the value here for Denver. I think Barton, probably my favorite play in the mid-range. Yes, Aaron Gordon won off last game, but kind of an outlier performance there. Just not a ton else here. Monty Morris with Barton back, probably plays low 30s minutes, maybe high 20s. I guess he's a fair play. Campazzo still probably plays low 20s minutes, but I just think there's going to be better values on the slate. Uh, just the guys of like Austin Rivers, the two greens, these guys just give me a headache. So um, I don't think there's much else uh, I'm going to be looking to on the Denver side. So yeah, guys, that's going to do it for the video today. Again, if you have been enjoying the content, just make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. We'd really, really appreciate that, guys. But thanks again. Have a great night, and I will see you guys all tomorrow in the live stream.